Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cor Chavis. Thank you so much for checking us out today at Truth Chapel's podcast. If this word has blessed your spirit or encouraged you, take a moment and leave us a quick review. Also, check us out at truth-chapel.com or any of our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. God bless, and I pray you enjoy. Today, by letting you know I'm not just talking about me. Um, I am a preacher. God called me to preach in my early 20s. I was not a preacher. My, my brother was. My grandfather was. My, my father was. Um, I come from a line of preachers. However, in the early years of my life, I decided that I did not want to be a preacher. I actually couldn't stand the thought of it. It got on my nerves. <clears throat> See, because I heard preaching all the time. I thought to myself as a young man, all they're really doing is yelling, and I don't really know what they're talking about. Um, so I had uh, a, a misconstrued idea of preaching. What my gift was was to do music. Uh, uh, my gift was, you know, m- musicianship and, and to sing. God gave me uh, a, the gift of leading worship and singing, and that was my gift. However, I didn't realize till later on in my life that it was not my calling, it was my gift. Because you don't really have to work for your gift. You got to work on your calling. My gift came very natural to me. At a very young age, I began to sing. Uh, I wrote My first song I ever wrote, I was only nine years old. Uh, I recorded that song later in my life. But I wrote it when I was nine. I, I just had a gift to sing. And in my young teenage years, when my father asked me to help lead the worship at our church, I realized that I had a gift to lead worship. It just came very naturally to me. Um, and, uh, of course, I, I worked on that and I honed that gift, but it was a gift. It just came very naturally. So in my early 20s, when the Lord said, I want you to preach, I thought, no, I don't want to preach. I'm, I'm good just being a musician. I'm good just being a singer. And, but the Lord put that call on my life, and once the call got on me, it's hard to get it off of you. Listen, if the Lord ever puts a call in your life, you ain't getting away from it. Uh, and, and I tried to get away from it, but I couldn't get away from it. And it became uh, an overwhelming desire for me to preach. I wasn't good at it. It did not come natural. Singing came natural. Preaching was effort. I, I tried with notes. I tried without notes. I tried to sound a certain way. I tried to sound this way. I tried to sound that way. I tried to not raise my voice at all. But when the Holy Ghost gets on you, it's hard not to do. I, 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 I tried to, to end it well. I tried to start it well. I, you know, uh, preaching is really not difficult that if you really think about just talking about a concept the, the hardest part of preaching is ending it yeah it's like flying a plane taking off not that difficult flying super easy landing a lot of people die right there because landing is tough it's preaching the same way how, how to end a message I remember one of the first times I ever preached I, I felt like I'm gonna preach all night long because I don't know how to end this thing. 
And uh, one of the first times I preached, I thought I had a great message. And when I got finished and finally made my point, I realized I'd only been preaching for about four minutes. And I was like, and the end? I don't know. Is this how it goes? Because it didn't come natural to me. I, I, I worked at it. And I, I decided that when the Lord called me to evangelize and I traveled and preached, I decided that uh, I, I wanted to be able to go into any setting and preach the word of God and everybody in the room would understand it. Because I knew what it was like to be in the presence of people who said so many great things, but I had no clue how to practically apply that to my life. Like, man, this sounds good, but I just don't know. Some of the greatest preaching I've ever heard was not preached by eloquent people. It was preached by anointed people. I've, I've met really smart preachers who say a lot of smart words. And if you don't have a thesaurus, it's hard to keep up with them. But some of the greatest messages I've heard have just been preached by anointed men of God who didn't just have their own word, but they had a word from God. And they were the anointed preacher for that moment. You see, God hath chosen preaching. This is what God chose. Not, not me, not my denomination, not religion, not churches. This is what God chose. He chose to call men to herald his word. You see, that's what preaching means. It means to herald, H-E-R-A-L-D, herald. And the word herald, it comes from a word that we know today as charisma. Uh, that's the original word is actually charisi, which we get the word charisma from, or charismatic, so to say. Um, that's where we get that word from because God intended that when you talked about his word, that you did it with charisma. Yes. When Sydney was just a young girl, I'm going to embarrass her today. She was just a young girl. We were sitting at the dinner table one night. And Sydney was telling this story, and she was all into it. And I believe it was Amanda who said, Sydney, you're so funny how you tell your story. You're so dramatic. And Sydney said, well, you know, you got to add some condensation to it. <laughs> and I was surprised that she knew the word condensation. And I was also surprised that she got it so misplaced in that sentence. And I said, no, you, you mean charisma. You got to add some charisma because me and you both know that if you hear something good, it's better when there's charisma. And so the word preach in the Bible comes from that word to herald, to declare something aloud. It literally means to shout with a loud voice. Preachers are not being loud because it's cultural. Preachers are not being loud because it's cool to do. No, the Bible tells us that if we're going to declare God's word, it must be declared with a certain amount of energy. You can't just say, God loves you and he is good. That's anti-biblical. God don't want that. What God wants is someone to say, God loves you 
and he is good. There, there, there is a rhythm to preaching. There is a, uh, there, there, there is a cadence to preaching. There is a, a give and take. There is a move backwards and forwards. There, 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 there is a rhythm to preaching and preaching must be charismatic. Why? Why must preaching be? Because the words in the mouth of an anointed preacher are the words that can save the believer. There's only one group of people that I cannot preach to. The only group of people that, that, that my preaching avails nothing are the people who literally have decided not to believe at all. Uh, it, it doesn't help the non-believer. It only helps the believer. You say, well, Pastor Chavis, if they believe, then they're already saved. Yes, that would be misconstrued because that's what religion has told us. However, our world is filled up with people who may actually say out of their mouth, I am an atheist, but they still believe. Somewhere down inside there is belief and that is what preaching is. Preaching is the shovel that gets down deep inside your heart and unearths just that all, the, all it needs is just a belief. You say, well, I don't really believe, you know, in a God, but I believe there's something out there. Well, that something out there is looking for you today. You know, I don't believe in all the, you know, religious stuff, but I believe in something. Well, can I tell you that something is real and that something's name is Jesus. I believe a little bit. Hey, that's all you got to believe because the Bible said faith, belief, the size of a mustard seed is enough to get a great miracle. It is the anointed preacher that would come to a pulpit like this today and bring you the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord is not just education, which it is, but it's not just education. It's not just information, which it is. It is information. It's, just, it's not just words. It is, but it's not just words. When the anointed preacher gets behind the pulpit and begins to declare God's word, it is breaking chains it is mending hearts yeah yeah you see I want to come today to tell you that the anointed preaching of God is what you need in your life it's not all you need but you need it because the Bible tells us that the anointed preacher is not just anointed to preach good tidings. When we think of the preacher, we think, oh yeah, he's just there to preach a word. He's just there to tell us what the Bible said. The anointed preacher is just there uh, to communicate to us, you know, well, you know, you know what God is saying. And, and I, I, I do understand and I, I do try my best to do a lot of teaching here. I teach as twice as much as I preach because I believe teaching is, begins, gives revelation. You know, it gives understanding. With all you're getting, get understanding. And I believe teaching helps us understand. And how many are thankful for the word of God that would let us understand? We need to understand. Yeah. Preaching is not for your understanding. Mm. This, is, this is what the Lord has been showing me, that, 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 that preaching is not for your understanding. Preaching is for your miracle. The Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings. 
unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. It's not just for understanding. See, I didn't realize this as a child. As a child, I thought I needed to understand every sentence and every word. I thought I had to put it all together. I thought that, 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 that the preacher was, was giving us a, a, a test in the middle of service and that there were things that I should have known that I didn't know. And because I didn't know them, they didn't help me. Because I had no knowledge of them, they, they didn't bring any kind of edification to me because I was too young or I was too new or whatever it may be and I didn't I didn't get it all but what I didn't understand was in those moments of hearing the preached word of God the declared word of God that everything that was being declared was being declared over me everything that was being preached was being preached over me. And that preached word was edifying me, even if I didn't know it was edifying me. There was something in that word that was anointed. There was something in the mouth of the preacher that was revealing and delivering. Oh, hallelujah. See, Isaiah 61 gives us the calling of the preacher. This is the calling of the preacher. And he has anointed me to preach. Can I read for you today Isaiah 61? Listen, I don't want to just read it for you. Can I preach to you today Isaiah 61? Can I herald to you the word of the Lord? Can I, can I give you my job description today? Oh, hallelujah. Somebody going to be delivered in the house today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm not just a man filling a role. That's not what I'm doing today. God has called me to be the anointed preacher over this house. And so let me tell you what God has called me to do. Can I tell you what God has called me to do? And, and, and what he's called me to do is for you. Yeah. God has given every preacher this calling. But I'm the preacher in the house today. And so can I just give you my job description from Isaiah 61? The spirit of the Lord has come upon me. The spirit of the Lord has come upon me and has anointed me to preach to you good things. Can I tell you today that there are good things for your life? Can I, I don't know what you came in this room with today, but there are good things that can happen for you today. God has good plans for you. Can I tell you some good tidings? The good tidings are you are a sinner, but Jesus died for your sins. Oh. The good news today is you don't have to leave the same way you came. The good news is today... If you are diseased, he's a healer. If you are broken, he's a mender. The good news is today, he loves you more than you love yourself. The good news is today, he is on your side. And if he be for you, who can be against you? Oh, that's the good things. But let me tell you what he sent me to do. He sent me to bind up you who are brokenhearted. 
He came, he sent me to proclaim liberty to those that are captives. Today, if you're captive by drugs, there's liberty for you. If you're captivated by pornography, there's liberty for you. If you're captivated by sickness, there's liberty for you. I came to proclaim liberty to every person who is in bondage. That's my job. That's why God called me. If you're hooked on drugs, you can be delivered today. If your heart, if your heart is broken, you can be mended today. If you're weary, worn, and sad, there is joy in the house today. Hey, I come to preach the opening of the prison to them that are bound. I preach the prison doors open. I say the prison doors are open. Let them free. Let them loose. Sin can't hold you no longer. Shame can't hold you no longer. Condemnation can't hold you no longer. Addiction can't hold you no I came to preach somebody free today. Hey, I come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all those that mourn. I came to appoint it to them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes. I come to give you beauty. Listen, when we read these scriptures, we think this is what God has come to do. But read it again. God sent a man. God said, God, God, the, the Bible said, the preacher said, God hath anointed me. He sent me to do this. We, we say, God's going to give you beauty for ashes. But the Lord sent the preacher today to tell you there is beauty for the ashes you hold in your hand right now. I come to give you the joy the oil of joy for your morning. And I come to tell somebody, put on the garment of praise for your heaviness. That he might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Listen, I'm not preaching this today so that I would be glorified. I'm preaching this today so that he would be glorified. Glorified in your healing. Glorified in your coming out. Glorified in your liberty. Glorified. Somebody going to leave here today healed and he's going to get the glory. Somebody going to leave today free and he's going to get the glory. Someone's going to leave today with chains falling off and he is going to get the glory. Yeah. And they shall build the old waste. Look at your neighbor and say it's coming back together. Everything he took, you're going to get it all back. They shall build the old wastes. You're going to build it back. They shall raise up the former desolations. What, what he destroyed is coming back. And they shall repair the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. I don't care how long your family's been cursed with this curse. God sent me to preach to you. He, you are the one that's going to put it back together for many generations. It stops with you. Rebellion stops with you. Disease stops with you. The curse stops with you. Abuse stops with you. Depression stops with you. Rape stops with you. Molestation stops with you. Addiction stops with you. 
Somebody preach with the preacher right now. You're going to build back what the enemy tried. You're going to build it back over many generations. God is going to do in your generation what the devil took away over many generations. And the strangers shall stand and feed your flocks and the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles and in their glory shall you boast yourselves. For your shame, for your shame, I'm preaching to some folks in the room dealing with shame. For your shame, ye shall have double. For your shame, ye shall have double. And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. That's what he anointed me to do. He anointed me to declare unto you, you shall have devil for the shame he tried to put on you. You have been confused your whole life. You've been confused about who you are. You've been confused about where you're going. You've been confused about what God's doing with you. You've been confused your whole life. And I come to tell you that God is about to let you possess the land and you're going to have devil for all of the confusion. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't your fault. You've been confused your whole life. But God said, I'm moving the confusion. And in the place of confusion, I'm going to give you devil. He said, I'm going to take away your shame and give you devil. You know what shame is? Shame, shame points to you. Guilt, guilt points to the problem. I made a mistake. That mistake was wrong. I'm going to fix that mistake. That's, that's guilt. Shame says I'm wrong. I messed up. It must be me. I did a bad thing. That's guilt. I am a bad thing. That's shame. I made a mistake. That's guilt. I am a mistake. That's shame. I did something wrong. That's guilt. I am, I am the, the thing that's wrong. That's shame. He said, I'm going to take that. That spirit that's on you. That keeps thinking you're the problem. And all that confusion that you've been dealing with. And for that, I'm going to give you devil in its place. Listen. The Lord told me to preach this to you today. The Lord anointed me to preach this to you today. He's going to remove shame and he's going to remove confusion. And when he removes it, he's going to give you devil and you shall possess the devil. You shall possess the land and you shall have everlasting joy. Uh, hey. For I, the Lord, love judgment. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct your work in truth. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. And your seed shall be known among the Gentiles and their offspring among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them that they are the seed which the Lord hath blessed. Your future is blessed. Yeah. 
Look at somebody and tell them, not just now. Or tell somebody else, not just now. But your future is going to be blessed. I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me in the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself for ornaments, as a bride adorneth herself with his Jews. For as the earth bring forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Put your hand on your chest. And say, it's in me now. I didn't have to do nothing fancy. I didn't have to fill out no paperwork. I didn't need to sign no application. I didn't have to have the right pedigree. I didn't have to have the right mother. I didn't have to have the right father. I didn't have to have the right education. I didn't have to be born the right color. It's in me now. You still got your hand there? Say, it's in me now. I don't got to pray for it. I don't got to fight for it. I don't have to struggle for it. It's in me now. Now, say, come forth. Say it to yourself. Say, come forth. The preacher is preaching to you today. It's about to come forth. He's, I'm going to spring it up. I'm going to bring it out. I'm going to make it bloom. You thought you couldn't have it, but I got it. Will you let the anointed preacher preach to you today? It's about to come out. It's coming forth. It's about to spring out of you for all the nations to see, for all the world to see. It's already in you. Like the garden that causeth the things that are sown in it. Like the garden that causes the things that are already in it. Some of y'all sitting here thinking, well, if I had done this, I would. You know, if, if, if I'd have been given the right opportunity, I would. But can I tell you, the seed has already been sown in you. There's a seed already in you. All it needs right now is the right conditions. All it needs is the right conditions. <laughs> All it takes is a little bit of rain. All it takes is a little bit of water. All it takes is a little bit. All it takes, it don't take much. It don't take much. Uh, the preacher is anointed today to preach to you. This is what the preacher has been anointed to preach. The preacher has been anointed to preach that you are free. Uh, the preacher has been anointed to preach that there is liberty for you. There is healing for you. There is hope for you. I've been anointed to preach to you today to tell you that it's already in you. And it's about to spring forth. Everybody's about to see. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. Everybody's about to see. And they're going to say, oh, wow, that's so cool that this happened to you. This is so awesome that this happened. When did this happen? Say, baby, this was in me the day I was born. This didn't happen overnight. 
What you see right now didn't happen overnight. What you see happening in my life didn't happen just last night. It wasn't because of just one prayer meeting. It wasn't just because of one. But listen, everything that you see was already in me, but I got in the flow. I got in the right flow, the right opportunity, the right time, the right season. I heard the right word. I was in a meeting one night, and the preacher preached to me, and the preacher said, come forth, and I felt it. I felt some change in my spirit. I felt some change in my life. Nothing looked the same. Nothing tasted the same. Nothing read the same. Everything was different. In just a moment, I heard a word, and the word said, this is it. I'm almost finished. Romans 10, 13 through 15. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How? How then? How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in, the, in him in whom they have not heard? I ain't even heard about this man. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Some of y'all ain't never heard this before because you ain't never heard a preacher. You say, well, I've been in church my whole life. That, you can be in church your whole life and never hear a preacher because I'm not up here just talking today. I'm preaching today. There's a difference. There's a difference between a pastor and a preacher. Oh, as I stand here before you today, I'm not just being your pastor. I'm being your preacher as well. I'll pastor you later. I'm preaching to you right now. I'm declaring a word to you right now. You, you can't even know it if you don't hear it. You didn't even know these things were available to you until you heard it. And how can you hear it if someone won't preach it? And how can you hear the preacher unless you let him preach? And how, verse 15, and how shall they preach except they be sent? God sent me to Loganville to preach. He knew I would teach. He knew I would pastor. He knew I would love this city. He knew I would reach for you. He knew all those things, but that's not why he sent me. He sent me to preach. To preach the word of God. Because if I wasn't sent, how could I preach? And if I couldn't preach, how would they hear? If, I, if they couldn't hear, how would they believe? And if they could not believe, how would they call? And that's why the Bible says, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. You know, before Jesus ever died on a tree, we would, we would look at the word of God and we would say, well, Jesus came to heal, to restore, and Jesus came to do all these things. But do you know what Jesus did most? He preached. Yeah. Read, read it in your Bible. Over and over again. He preached. 
John the Baptist came and he preached to prepare. John the Baptist preached, the kingdom is here. Get ready, get ready, get ready. And I don't have time to read it all, but in Matthew chapter 3, John the Baptist preached. In the next chapter, the Bible says, from that time, Matthew 4, from that time, Jesus began to preach. And then he went to Galilee and preached. And then he went to all the cities and preached. And then after he, when you get all the way to chapter 10, after Jesus has been preaching for 10 chapters, he looked at his disciples and he said, hey, y'all go preach. And then he spent the rest of his ministry preaching to the preachers, telling them to go preach. And then he came into the disciples, with the disciples into cities, and he preached. He preached. And he said, I'm like Jonah, who went into Nineveh, that great preacher of righteousness. And Jonah preached and said, get ready, because God's about to tear this whole place down and they believed his preaching my only job here today is to preach it's your job to believe what I've preached do you believe that there is joy for mourning do you believe that there's a different robe you can put on that's not heavy but it's so light you can praise him in it do you believe that there is light for darkness? Do you believe today that it's already in you? And that he's about to bring it forth. He told him, he said, preach. Preach the gospel. Preach. <laughs> told him, he said, I want this gospel to be preached everywhere. He even told him one time, he said, listen. Anywhere you preach, mention this woman. When, when you preach the gospel, just throw her in the mix and, and let people know that a woman that used to be a harlot washed my feet and prepared me for my burial. He said, just preach to people and let them know that it don't matter where you come from, you can serve the Lord. Make, make, make sure you... Make sure you add that in your preaching. Make sure you add that in your preaching. He preached in the synagogues. He preached on the street corners. He preached in the mountains. He preached in the valleys. He preached on a boat. He preached in a home. He preached on the porch. He preached when he was there, but he preached when he was going there. He preached when he was at the location and he preached on the way. He preached in the morning. He preached in the afternoon. He preached at night. He preached to thousands. And he preached to one sitting on a balcony who snuck to him at night and said, Hey, Jesus, my friends want to know what you're talking about. And one on one, he preached a message and said, unless you be born again of the water and the spirit. He was a preacher. He preached to adults and he preached to kids. He preached to healed and he preached to whole. He preached 
greatest message he ever preached was as he stretched his hands forth and he let them drive them nails in him. He was preaching. He was preaching his greatest message. The greatest triumphant message. He was the anointed preacher as his message was heard across the world. When he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He was heralding the word. Oh. They took him down and laid him on that ground. Took him off that tree. The world thought his message was over. Oh, what a great message he preached. He said, no, no, no. I just had him come play so y'all would feel comfortable. I'm not really done yet. He said, there's a part two to this. This is a series. There's a part two coming. And when they thought his message was over, he preached another message. And the stone was rolled away. <laughs> and he was seen in 500 in one day. And he said, why, 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 why do you seek the living among the dead? And he's preaching in this room today. And he's saying, I'm alive. I'm alive. Now, he wants every one of us to go preach the kingdom. To herald it. To tell everybody we know. He's so good. God is so good. Can I tell you what he did for me? Yeah. You see, today, the suit and tie doesn't make me a preacher. This pulpit doesn't make me a preacher. This Bible app on my iPad doesn't make me a preacher. This tie around my neck doesn't make me a preacher. What makes me a preacher is my willingness to declare the good news. Yeah, this card in my wallet that, you know, says I'm, that I can marry and bury doesn't make me a preacher. The board that I met that approved me for that license doesn't make me a preacher. The fact that I know a few scriptures doesn't make me a preacher. Every person in this room can be the anointed preacher for the moment. The Lord has called you. And the Lord is calling me today. And there's people in this room, you're going to make a decision today. You're going to make a decision today. And the decision will be, do I believe it or not? You see, I can't make that decision for you. Many of us don't preach because we're afraid of that decision. We're afraid of that thing. Will they believe me? Will they reject me? Will they think I'm silly? Will they think this is foolishness? Or will they believe me? That's not up. I can't make that decision for you today. All I can do is preach the good news. The good news is he wants to give you something for what you got. You got heaviness, he's got light. You got wounds, he's got healing. You got a broken heart, he has the salve. Have you been hurt? He's the healer. He told us in Isaiah 61 that there would be a great exchange. He wants to give you something for what you got. You're captive, there's liberty. You got ashes, I got beauty. You got shame, I got devil. I'm going to give you a devil. Everything you have, He's got something to give you in replace of it. 
So my question today is not have you heard it? My question today is do you believe it? Because the only way you can get it is if you give it. I give you my shame. I give you my bondage. I give you my weakness. I give you my brokenness. I can't do that for you. All I can do today is preach. All Jonah could do when he walked into Nineveh was declare. They had to believe him. They had to fast. They had to pray. What they did saved them, not what Jonah did. What you do today saves you, not what I do. Would you stand with me today? And as you're standing, would you bow your head and would you close your eyes? So many preachers in the Bible. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, as your head is still bowed, your eyes are closed. Just trust me on this. You can look, you can read it later. Acts chapter 8 and verse 12. Philip had been preaching. The Bible says this. It says, but when they believed Philip preaching these things concerning of God, concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also, and he was baptized. He continued with Philip and wondered, miracles and signs that were done I just love that part but when they believed Philip, Philip was another preacher he was preaching when they believed him they were baptized they believed, they acted and today there is an action that you need to take if you've never been baptized maybe it's that if you've never really believed, maybe it's that if you've never come to an altar before and gave your life to the Lord, maybe it's that if you've never stood in his presence and said, and just opened your mouth and said it out loud, Lord, I believe the word. Maybe it's that. But first, you've got to believe what's been preached. I wonder today, as you're still in, in, a, in a moment of prayer, this altar is open for anyone who would like to come and stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I believe everything that was preached today. I believe that you're going to give me double. I believe that you're going to take away my shame. I believe you're going to take away my guilt. Lord, I believe the preacher today. I believe that you're going to give me beauty for my ashes. I believe you're going to give me joy for my mourning. Come on. Anybody want to come today and say, Lord, I believe it? I believe exactly what you said. I believe what the preacher said. Because I believe that the preached word was anointed of God. I believe the anointed preacher today. The preacher preached a message today. He didn't say what he thought. He said what you said. What, what, what your word said, what your word declared, what your word proved, and is still proven today. I pray this word was an encouragement to you today. Thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.